Blog Talk Radio. Good afternoon, goddesses. Welcome to another edition of Astrology Hour with special guest Lynette Duncan. And as always, um, we will have lots of information for you um, regarding the planets and all the shifts and changes that are occurring. I will let you know I've certainly been affected the last couple of days. I'm quite aware quite a few of you have been been talking to a lot of people recently about what's going on and how the energy is changing and we're just not really sure why. So I'm looking forward to Lynette giving us an insight on what's going on in the planets or with the planets around us. Um, I wanted to let you all know before we get started with the show, one, remember that every time Lynette's on, I just kind of let her roll with the show. She's really kind of been gracious enough to do that. She has so much information. I don't want to interrupt it. So you don't hear much from me. Uh, It's a little different than our normal Psychic Wednesdays when we have Awaken the Goddess Within with Elizabeth Harvin. Uh, That's typically a back and forth between Elizabeth and I, unless we have callers. But when it comes to the show with Lynette, I like to give her uh, the full hour, as much of the hour as I can, besides the introductions and the wrap-up at the end, because there's so much information I just don't want to interfere with it or interrupt it. That will be the case today. I'm just going to let her roll with it. And I highly encourage you, as always, to get your pen and notepad ready. Information flows like water. You want to be sure to take notes. (laughs) There's so much, and it's not something that you would easily remember. It's something you want to write down and, and just kind of write as you hear it and then read over it later and have it, you know, for if it's not affecting you now, well, it might be affecting you later. You want to have it next to you for resource or references, even for a friend if someone may be going through something that's, that you heard on the show. Well, there you go. You've got information to give someone. It's all love and light, and it's worth sharing. So make sure you're taking notes. I wanted to give a little announcement. Um, Elizabeth Harbin, as you all know, has experienced a, quite a different shift in her life with her mother transitioning into spirit. And as such, she has taken some time for herself and I highly recommended that, and I'm very grateful that she's decided to do it. And as such, she will be returning to Girl Power Hour, Awaken the Goddess Within, on Wednesday, August 1st at 3 p.m. Central Standard Time, and that's when you can return to uh, the show to listen to her give us information uh, from behind the veil. We talk a lot about spirituality and, of course, angel numbers, and um, she gets everybody in in touch with um, spirit And, you know, it's kind of interesting because what she does for us is get us in touch with spirit and and the spirituality of things. And Lynette gets us in touch with the universe around us, the planetary side of things, more of the science of it. So it's a really cool thing to have these two amazing light workers on the show with me. Um, And so, again, Elizabeth Harbin will return with us on August 1st, 3 p.m. Central Standard Time. So I'm going to go ahead and turn the show over to Lynette today. She has so much information for us, and I'm excited to hear it. I certainly need it. I'm sure you do, too. Lynette, thank you so much for joining us, and I'm going to let you take over. Give us all the information you've got. Thank you. And I I should apologize. I want to apologize to you for not being on the show or online a few minutes early. I've been back-to-back with sessions. I've got a lot of people reaching out, so I appreciate your patience. I hope I didn't cause any panic. (laughs) Oh, so, no, not um, at all, and absolutely. You know, I think, I think that's interesting that you're having the same experience I am. I've had back-to-back clients, back-to-back clients as well. I think that lets us all know where we are. So, no, it was not. It's actually worked out just fine. So perfect timing. Okay, it's good. all divine timing. It worked out beautifully. Thank you. 
Okay, good. Yeah, thank you. So today Mm -hmm. I really want to, um, what I'm going to do, I'm purposefully on my own going to slow my voice down a little bit. I generally, what I notice when I do these, um, when I do these readings for this group, I notice that I channel a lot of information. It just sort of flows. And um, so I'm purposefully in this um, broadcast going to slow my voice down a little bit. I find that I need that. I need to take a breath. And I feel like that's what we're doing collectively. So I'm going to focus today um, on bringing this energy forward in a little bit more of a measured manner because the message is super important. So we are experiencing tomorrow on the 12th um, a solar eclipse and new moon. And there's many ramifications and meanings about this particular eclipse. And what I really want to say about eclipse energy is this, that every new moon that we have every month, is it doesn't necessarily eclipse the sun, um, but it is an eclipse because those energies are aligned. And um, that's why the moon is dark. That is an eclipse of its own. So just so that you understand that eclipses, even though as we um, experience them collectively, um, they're not something to be feared, um, even though they create a disruption of light, which is what an eclipse is. We do go through this every month. So that can kind of help ease the hysteria of eclipses. Um, we did have a major eclipse um, last year uh, toward the end of August, which was the great North American solar eclipse, which happened, which I'm sure you all remember. And this eclipse is going to be seen in parts of Australia. We're not going to see this in the Northern Hemisphere, but we'll definitely feel the effects of it. We have eclipses every year that affect the sun in this way. And so um, this is the timing for this event. And so we have both the sun and the moon at 20 degrees in Cancer conjunct conjunct and combined. Now, 20 degrees is a really interesting number because 20 um, carries that vibration, that two vibration. And the two is, relates to divine life purpose and soul mission. And the number zero create, carries the energies of God force and universal energies. It's the zero point field. So this is really about resonating with developing your own spiritual and is considered to represent the beginning of like a spiritual journey and highlights the uncertainties that may entail in in many ways as well the two of course has that vibration of um, balance and partnership Um, and so these are all things that are going to be occurring during this eclipse now what is important to know about eclipses is that we'll feel the energy coming Many of us have been feeling this energy as it's approaching, and it's creating a little bit of a destabilization. And this is really what can be expected during an eclipse, because an eclipse technically is a disruption of light. And so there's a moment in time where the light is disrupted and the flow is just not there. And, of course, when it's a solar eclipse, this is about our consciousness. So on some level, our consciousness is being disrupted. The flow and the stream of our consciousness is literally being disrupted. And we don't always see what's coming. And that's the way that it is 
designed, these eclipses. So you're going to feel this energy before you're actually going to see the manifestation of it. Now, the eclipse, at the moment the eclipse happens, the energy um, and the light is disrupted, and then it's usually after the eclipse passes, when we're still in the window of that, that we start to see the manifestations of what is occurring and what, was, um, what happened um, at that moment. It can take us by surprise. These moments can bring forward unexpected events, things that we don't see coming. Now, that doesn't necessarily mean that it's a bad thing you know, that it's going to blindside us. It can be things that are, have been in the works that are now feeling the movement and are now coming into focus and things that we don't see coming. They can be unexpected surprises. They can also be unexpected events that, that we get to deal with. So having said that, moving forward into this eclipse, it's really going to be about being in a trusting state, being in a faithful state that whatever arises for you during this passage is absolutely aligned with your soul mission and purpose that anything that you experience at this time is going to be is going to be brought up from the depths of a very psychological place that is still continuing to arise within you so if you can adopt an energy of just flow and letting things arise and meeting them as they come with love and compassion, you're going to ride this energy wave much more um, easily and effectively. Now, one of the most important things about this eclipse is that it's in Cancer and it's at exactly opposite the planet of Pluto, which is at 20 degrees also. Now, this is powerful energy. This would be powerful energy under any circumstances, but for an eclipse. So Pluto is an energy of deep transformation. It basically rules the sign of Scorpio, which also rules the bowel, okay? So if we just look at that particular organ, we're looking at assimilation and elimination. That's its function. That's the function that Pluto is going to have during this eclipse cycle. We're going to be in a deep energetic space, the womb, which is what cancer represents, um, of deep psychological process. And so, so much of this won't be felt until after the eclipse passes, and then you'll be able to see some of this deep psychological process that has been at work. Pluto, of course, in this energetic vibration is bringing forward um, deep transformation within you. And if we can look at this and bless it as knowing that whatever it does dredge up, whatever it brings up out of our subconscious depths is serving us in very, very deep ways. For, now, for years now, really since 2012, um, and even before that for some people, we have been uh, having experiences that have brought us face-to-face with uh, sometimes our deepest fear, fears, ways that we show up inauthentically, looking at our ego, our shadow. We've been doing this work for a very long time. And we've been throwing off these, these energies in layers and layers. It's like pulling back an onion. This is going to be another opportunity. And so everyone's going to ride this energy differently. If you've done a lot of work and you felt very energetically balanced, you're going to experience this much differently than someone who's just awakened and is still early in the process of meeting themselves in the shadow. 
But this energy is deeply serving us because it's asking us to balance in deeper ways that, that emotional energy of masculine and feminine frequency. Cancer literally is the mother. It's the womb. It's the creative space. It is the deepest area of the chart. It's deeply emotional, deeply psychological. Pluto is a psychological planet as well, but it's in Capricorn, which represents the masculine, the father, the authoritative aspect of us, how we take personal responsibility in the world. That's literally the energy of Capricorn. So these will be the ends of the teeter-totter. This will be the balance that we're going to be experiencing. And so this is also a deeper level of balancing our masculine and feminine presence. Now, many people are going to be feeling this on different levels, and relationships are going to be feeling this because so much of the energy that we've been in is the balance of the masculine and feminine within us, but those of us in relationship are really being challenged with how to balance these energies within the relationship. So it's almost a fourfold process. Um, there is, I believe, a lot of work to be done if you're in a twin flame relationship too. This is going to be a really significant time for twins. I don't want to say it's going to be a testing time, but I do feel like things are going to surface. Things are going to rise to the surface that are going to need to be seen and dealt with, and it's going to be along those lines of balancing those energies. You're going to be shown very distinctly where you're carrying an imbalance of too much feminine or too much masculine energy. So, of course, that feminine energy is about being receptive, being passive, being allowing, being accepting. This is feminine energy, being creative. Masculine energy is about setting boundaries, being committed, taking action. And so we're all learning to balance these energies um, in those ways. Now, we also have some amazing, we've got a lot of supportive energy through this eclipse period of time and we have an amazing grand trine two of them one is in earth and the other is in water so let's talk about the earth grand trine first we have the earth grand trine with saturn and capricorn venus in virgo uranus in taurus now this energy here any kind anytime you have a trine a grand trine creates a big triangle in the chart And so all of these planets are 120 degrees apart from each other. And it creates the first, in geometry, the triangle is the first closed structure. So it creates an incredible foundation that sort of closes in this energy of manifestation. And, of course, it's based on that three, the trinity, which is the the basis for all, for all numbers, for, you know, for life, for the, for the fractals. And, So these are high manifestation energies. The trines, however, because they're easy, they're bridges, they're easy to access, they're benevolent energies, we have to activate them. They're not something that causes stress like a square does. It's actually something that's easy. So we have to activate this vibration in order to get the most possible and the highest use of it. So let's look at these energies that it's connected to. We have Saturn, which actually builds foundations. This is creating structure and building foundations in our lives. It's been in the sign of Capricorn since the beginning of the year. Um, It moved into the sign of Capricorn. I think it was in like the last part of December. So 
this has been, it's in its own sign. So this is literally building new structures, foundations. Saturn actually rules the bone. It rules the skin. It, it creates the foundations from which we don't fall apart as humans. Like we need this energy. And um, the energy of Venus, of course, is that real feminine energy. Now beyond the feminine energy, we, the, Venus carries the frequency of self-worth, self-worth, self-love, and values. What are our values? This is a time to really get in touch. Now, this is a message that's been echoing for the last couple of years, but we're getting to the, not to the end, but we're definitely getting to the apex of needing to really allow this energy. This is about really understanding what your values are, what your preferences are, and being true to that. This is a call to really focus on your authenticity and this is where, when you focus on your authenticity and you're true to that, this is where your self-worth really gets solid. Self-worth and self-love, when you're honoring who you are, when you're valuing who you are, when you validate who you are, when you acknowledge what you feel and how you feel and how you show up in the world, it's about being unapologetic about that. And this is a serious energy. Um, Venus, even though she's a personal planet and a feminine energy, she's not messing around. This is the goddess. She's going to be heard. This is definitely a feminine presence that is very active right now in all of the vibrations of humanity at this time. So we can't escape this call to really move into our authentic presence, in, in our compassion, in our empathy, and being in that receptive mode. But in a way, we have to receive ourselves. We have to receive ourselves first to really acknowledge what it is that we desire deeply. These are our values. These are our core values. What do we really value? So we'll be asked about that during this passage. Now, the other connection with this trine is Uranus in the sign of uh, Taurus. Now, Uranus recently moved into the sign of Taurus. It's going to go retrograde on the lion's gate and make its way back into Aries. We talked about this at the last session, how there's going to be a major energy this year that is going to focus on self-love, self-care, your values, your self-worth, as we heal our self-identity. These are the lessons of Taurus and Aries. And we've got both Chiron and, and Uranus moving into um, kind of swinging back and forth in these energies. And Chiron's going to be, it's, retrograde now and it's going to be moving back into Pisces, which is going to be healing the victimization wound. So we're really at the end of that. We're really at the end of that cycle. So you are going to have a notice. You're going to notice some of this shadow is going to still be surfacing. Don't create a story about what that is. Don't go into your stories about your victimization. The reason that it's arising within you is so that you can heal it, so that you can feel it, you can heal it, and you can move through it. That's the purpose that it's going to hold. Now, Uranus and Taurus, when it closes this triangle, Uranus is about liberation. It's about freedom. It's about doing things differently. It's about taking charge of your life and being in your own authentic presence. There's not an energy in the astrological chart that is more about liberation through authenticity than Uranus. Uranus is the signature child for that energy. So this is really, again, about creating new structures with that solid authenticity that you're pulling forward, okay? So this is the time 
You don't want to shrink into your smallness. You don't want to shrink into your story. This is a time to take bold steps, bold action steps into the things that you truly desire. Now, the eclipse energy, and I just want to say this in this moment, you're not going to feel that yet, okay? Just know that that energy is coming because you're going to be tested in a sense where you're going to have to make a decision. Do I move forward in faith or do I shrink back in fear? So just be aware that that energy is coming. We're in this really funky energy right now because we've got all of these retrogrades happening and we've also got um, this eclipse happening. So in a way, it's sort of reorienting, reorienting us back into the past, the collective shadow, as we, and then we'll move it forward. And so, yeah, we're tired. We're exhausted. <laughs> you know, those of us that have been on this path for a while, it feels like it's never ending. But we've literally signed up for this rescue mission. We've signed up to show up. So the more that you do that and the more that you identify with your mission, with your purpose, with your calling, with your authenticity, the easier you're going to ride these energies out. So Uranus can't be undervalued here. Uranus is major energy that is creating the new impetus to move forward. So Saturn is building structures based on what Uranus is claiming and Venus is solidifying the values of what we're creating. So this is a momentous moment. This is an amazing moment for us to truly step into our power and our worth. And this is tribal. This energy is very tribal as well. So if you haven't gotten to the place yet where you feel very clear about your authentic vibration, this will be energy that will be presented to you through this eclipse to, to embrace more of who you are. And to be um, not shy about that, really, to, have, to, to move forward with absolute no fear, to really move forward with confidence and faith that what you feel in yourself, how you feel, what your desires are, are true. They're true for you. And that you, what you desire is what you deserve, okay? So this has come up more and more with all the clients that I'm serving right now is that seems to be the mantra. What you desire is what you deserve. So even if that's all you anchor from this, let that be your mantra going forward. Now, the other grand trine that's active is also very, very powerful. And we have um, Jupiter, which has just gone direct. It had been retrograde in the sign of Scorpio since April and now is in a direct movement in the sign of Scorpio, it's going to remain in the sign of Scorpio through the end of October. So this, of course, Jupiter is an energy of truth, of wisdom, um, of forward moving thought and action and expansion. Jupiter, for that four-month period of time, felt like things way slowed down. And so we're going to feel a momentum occurring again with the goals, the things that we desire, the, way, the things that we have our eye on, the path forward is going to feel like it's going to gain a lot more momentum. This is a good thing. So Jupiter is holding a trine right now, part of this grand trine leg in, in Scorpio, and then we've, it's holding a trine with Neptune, which is in Pisces. Neptune and Pisces, Pisces is ruled by Neptune, so it's very much at home here in its home sign. 
Neptune is a really interesting energy. Out of all the energies, I think this planet is the most interesting because it carries our divinity. It carries our sacral energy. It is our connection to, to God um, within us. Um, it, it allows us to receive information through inspiration and messages and dreams. It is what connects us deeply to our soul. So much of it is part of our unconscious mind. But the shadow of Pisces and Neptune is the name for, for Neptune literally is the great deceiver. So not only is it connected to this high spiritual energy, but it also creates the shadow energy of great deception, denial, and illusion. So part of the energy that you may experience through this eclipse is the revelation of where you've been in denial, how you've been deceived, and where the disillusionment and how the disillusionment arises. Don't be surprised if these energies show up because this is here for you. This is here to show you the truth of where you have been. Now, if you notice, because Jupiter is active in Scorpio, Jupiter in Scorpio is going to show you the truth, no matter how hard it is to look at. You're going to see it. Neptune is here to show you where you've been in disillusionment, where you've been in illusion, denial, and deception. These are not necessarily easy things to manage and to pass through. Nobody really wants to see how they've been deceived or how they've been in denial about something. However, we can't move forward until we see these things clearly because the truth will have its day and the truth will set you free. So this is a really benevolent energy that is at play here. However, it may not feel so completely benevolent when you're going through it because nobody really wants to see that kind of truth. But it does. it is going to connect you in a deeper way to your own divinity, and it will challenge you in those ways to – um, because also the energy that Neptune carries is one of deep faith. And so does Jupiter. Jupiter was our spiritual planet before Neptune was discovered. So these are both highly spiritual energies that are in trine with one another. They're highly beneficial to us. They are ascension energies. And without even this grand trine, they are trining each other all year at different levels and in different aspects. And we've been in a trine with this Neptune-Jupiter before. So this is beneficial energy that is supportive to us. Now, closing this grand trine in water is the eclipse energy of the sun and moon itself in Cancer. So this feels like another level of the great awakening that's happening within us. We will feel this collectively, but this, is a revelation of secrets. This is a revelation of truth. This is a connection with our divinity. This eclipse is going to create the impetus for these things to unravel and to be revealed to us. So this is a really momentous time um, as we move forward. And again, I'm speaking about the energy that will occur, that we will notice consciously after the actual event of the eclipse because the eclipse until the energy becomes disrupted we can't really see it it's after the eclipse that that things become more clear to us i just want to tell a quick story about my own eclipse Uh, i have an eclipse story that happened and it was two years ago i was sitting in a meditation in alaska and this was when the actual there was a solar eclipse i think it was in march 
Um, and I believe it was around the spring equinox. And I was sitting in a spiritual group, and we were doing this guided meditation. And she was telling us, okay, so the eclipse is this many minutes out. And she said the eclipse, you know, and told us exactly when it was exact in that moment. The skies were clouded that day. We didn't actually see the eclipse, even though it occurred. And we could have seen it in Alaska if we'd had clear skies. But I remember sitting in this circle, and I'm meditating. And we'd been meditating for a good, like, 45 minutes. And at the moment that there was this disruption of light, it felt like something opened up within me and created this channel of just a void almost. And I received this very, very powerful download that was pretty intense at the time. And what it basically informed me of was that I was going to live on the Oregon coast. Now, I'd actually, this had been a long-standing dream that I'd had. It was something that I'd always wanted to do, but I had made many attempts to live in Oregon. It had, it had failed miserably, like I had had some disastrous things happen on the way to my, to my move to Oregon on many occasions. I'd really given up that dream, and I was in Alaska at that time, and I was happy there. I was serving. I was a, an earth keeper, and I was doing crystal work up there. I was grounding um, sacred energy up there. So I was happy in Alaska. But then I had this download. I had this vision. I had this revelation that happened at the moment of the eclipse. And that was a turning point for me because through my consciousness, as I was able to accrete that energy and it developed within me and built within me, um, I was able to see myself more and more and more moving toward that direction. And so I had to sort of really work through my fears about making an attempt again to live in this place that I felt completely energe- energetically aligned with. It felt like home to me. And I'm actually, as I'm sitting here talking to you, I'm sitting in my apartment, my new apartment. I've been here for a couple of days on the Oregon coast. Um, I'm literally here So it all happened by step by step and actions that I took and decisions that I made. But this story occurred to me today um, as I was doing another live presentation. And I was like, wow, like I'm literally in this moment. I'm living this moment, this this dream that I had, this revelation that occurred to me in the moment of that eclipse. And so eclipses are powerful and they will regenerate you. They will reorient you. They will reveal things to you that are going to put you on a new path, perhaps. So part of all of that is going to be sometimes the destruction of energy that you're holding. And so you've got to let everything arise and really allow it to pass through you. Um, There is powerful energy and eclipses. And I would recommend to anyone who is interested in really prevailing themselves to the spiritual energies that are available during this eclipse is to Sit in meditation if you can during the time of the actual eclipse energy and just allow yourself to be in that moment. And I also encourage everyone to be keeping a journal or a notebook about synchronicities that are going to show up at this time, um, messages from spirit that you're going to receive either through like insight, awareness, intuition, um, things that you're going to read, songs that are going to play. And one of the ways that I powerfully receive messages is through my dreams. Um, And I lately have been asking for guidance to sort of shore up my faith at this time. And um, I asked for 
some guidance even last night, and I just my dream life is just crazy right now. I had several dreams last night that I awoke from and had to write things down because I was receiving messages all night long about how to move forward with my energy currently. So you, the thing that's really interesting that sometimes we don't know and understand is that we have to ask. We have to ask. These energies are always available to us, but we have to make it a very conscious decision and a conscious action to ask for what it is that we desire and what it is that we want. We'll always receive it, but we can't sit back in a passive way and say, you know, this is what I want and expect it to just show up. We have to take an active role and seek it out and ask the questions and be very clear. If you need clarity, ask for clarity. There's nothing wrong about asking for what exactly it is that you need. Um, I find that some people don't have clarity. This is one of the major concerns that sometimes people have. You can ask for clarity. You will receive it. Now, another thing that is really interesting about these energies is we have, um, we also have two yods that are active during this passage, and they are powerful as well. So when I look, we've got more than just, we've got more than one, um, than just these grand trines happening and the eclipse. We've got four or five configurations that are powerfully working for us. One of these yods, now yods create what we call an isosceles triangle, so it creates an even tighter triangle with a very clear apex or axis point. I look at them like wheelbarrows, like you've got two handles of a wheelbarrow, um, you've got two planets driving, and then the apex point is the focal point of that energy. So the first focal point to yod that we have is with Pluto and Neptune, driving this energy towards um, Mercury. So Pluto and Jupiter, excuse me, Pluto and Neptune are both outer planets. These are collective energies. So this is an energetic alignment that's going to be felt on a global level. Um, but you're absolutely going to be able to tap into this energy and use it for yourself. But this, again, because Neptune is created here and is part of this configuration and has this access point to Mercury, this is, again, about messages being received, messages and guidance coming in through our thoughts, through our communication, is largely going to be focused on a mental process. And because um, it's about communication, it may affect the throat chakra. And also your pineal gland, which is maybe which may open up for a deeper awareness, a deeper vision that is going to come forward. So Pluto again is that energy of deep transformation that is um, about that metamorphosis. It's about that elimination of releasing things that we just don't need. It's eliminating waste, things that just aren't serving us. So we're going to have a deeper understanding of that. Pluto is holding. Um, not only that opposition, but it's also part of this yod. So Pluto is a major player during this eclipse process. But when you've got both Pluto and Neptune working together that are outer planets, this is deeply affecting starseeds and lightworkers in a profound way through the metamorphosis, through the transition and the transmutation of energies more into our spiritual energy, which is really what Neptune is about. So 
you may experience even channeling or guidance that's coming in in a channeled way. You may experience more alignment with your higher self and receiving messages from that perspective of your higher self. You may be experience a heightened sense of your ears ringing. You might be hearing more tones as we go through these stargates because we're already in the Syrian window. I don't want to get off topic here, but we are moving towards the lion's gate, which is aligning us with the, the star system of Sirius. And so we are in this energy for the next month or so. And this is aligning us with a, a deep galactic presence of indigo energy. So those of you that relate to indigo energy um, definitely are going to be feeling this eclipse in a powerful, powerful way um, as we prepare for this serious gateway, the serious alignment and the lion's gate. Um, but this energy is really profound. And so this is going to be possibly about speaking your truth, about being clairaudient, about hearing those stargates, those portals open as we move into that serious energy. Now, I'm one that hears tones a lot. I hear them. I hear when they change. I hear when the energy moves. I don't know. Maybe you're like that as well. Um, mm-hmm. But this energy. Very much so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This energy is really powerful. And so when you notice that the tones change, a lot of people don't understand this, but when those tone changes, those tones change and you hear higher pitches or deeper pitches, sometimes you'll actually lose your hearing. Like you can't hear anything else. All you can hear is tones. Those are stargates mm-hmm. activating and opening. And a lot of times we don't know that unless someone says, oh, that's what that is. So you're <laughs> attuned to that energy already. So we're highly sensitive, and as we move into fifth-dimensional energies, we're multidimensional. We've always been multidimensional, but you're going to start noticing the veils thinning in that sense, and you're going to have more alignments with clairaudience and, and, and psychic awareness and intuitive abilities and clairvoyance and clairknowing, clairsentience, these kinds of, of dimensional energies that are beyond the physical other yod that is occurring here is between Mars, which is retrograde right now, still in Aquarius, with an apex with Venus. The Venus is on the apex here, and it's connected to Chiron. This is an incredibly healing energy. This is a healing energy for all relationships, masculine and feminine balance, and also twin flame relationships. There is a reorientation that's happening during this eclipse into a greater and deeper understanding of relationships itself, our role in them, um, an awareness of where our distortions still are about that. So this, with Chiron, Chiron is driving one of these handles of this wheelbarrow. Venus, of course, is the apex. So this is really about staying true to our values. You know, staying true to our values isn't about, well, this is what I want and this is what I'm going to get. And if you can't show up in this way, then I'm not going to accept you as my partner. This is about, these are my values. This is what I hold dear. I'm going to hold this vibration within myself of self-love and self-worth. Therefore, if that creates a distortion in you, you get to look at that. I'm not going to, I'm not going to reject you, but you also, you know, your partner also needs to meet you 
in that level of under self-acceptance. They need to not just not only accept themselves, but they need to accept you as well. And so it's really coming into this deeper vibration of resonance. And this is universal. This will be felt in the twin community, but twins, of course, are holding that vibration of unconditional love for the planet. That's the message and the vibration and the service that twins have. So twins are especially going to feel the passage of this eclipse energy. And it's really, again, an opportunity to balance that masculine and feminine energy, you know, within us collectively and personally. Um, We do have a couple of T-squares that are happening. Um, uh, One thing I do want to mention, too, is, um, well, let's just talk for just a moment about one of these energies, which is Mars. Mars is creating an opposition to the North Node. Now, the North Node is in Leo. Um, the, The North Node, again, is our collective destiny. It's been in the sign of Leo since May of 2017. And collectively, we shifted into this vibration of claiming our authenticity, claiming our confidence, claiming our worth, claiming our value. We noticed, I noticed it big time in social media, just we moved out of this optimization and healing into one of way more empowerment, and we're still in that energy. So collectively, we're working on this Leo energy, um, which again is really in a vibration with this Syrian energy. Leo represents, and the star system Sirius is in the sign of Leo. It's all connected. So this Mars opposing this destiny is bringing an accentuated um, perspective about our destiny, about our role, about how we step into our purpose, because destiny isn't just about what we can't control and, and our fate. This is about who are we? How are we moving forward? How are we showing up? How are you stepping into your calling? And how are you stepping into service to others? How are you showing up as a light worker? How are you shining that light? Like Jupiter, or excuse me, Mars and Aquarius is especially echoing that. This is about um, that orientation with that Aquarian energy of bringing together the collective consciousness as a tribe, but also being an individual in that process. How are you taking action? How are you becoming more aligned with the Aquarian energy? Are you, you know, are you moving into more acceptance of others you know Aquarian energy is very very much about acceptance of everything everything Aquarius does not hold an opposing idea about gender race equality anything like that Um, Aquarian energy is very much about accepting all things Mars is going to challenge that fate that destiny that we're moving into and that might show up as irritation it might show up as impatience it might show up you know wanting to give up or of being frustrated by what you feel or perceive as the lack of movement in your life Um, Mars in Aquarius wants action it wants change and it wants it right now so impatience could absolutely be part of the equation Um, that's experience um, we also have a T-square from Mars. Um, Mars is in a square to Uranus and is also connected to this, to this north node. So Uranus here is the, when, it, when you have a T-square, Mars creates the opposition to the, um, the north node, but then it creates this 
subsequent square where everything, the pressure gets really put on that Uranus energy. So we are deep, knee deep in change. We are knee deep in wanting things to um, move into more synchronicity with our vibrational alignment of the Aquarian age. Like we want to get on with it. We want, we, we want, you know, collectively, we want, um, what's the word I'm looking for? We want justice. We want justice. We want freedom. We want liberation. We're starting to see the ways that we've been controlled, the ways that we've been manipulated, the ways that we've been suppressed. This energy is going to really put the pressure on that freedom, that liberation energy of what, what it is that we desire Mars is a very powerful energy in, in Aquarius. Uranus rules the sign of Aquarius in Taurus. Taurus. Taurus is the bull in the china shop, remember? Taurus is all about that being stubborn, that fixed energy. So you're likely going to feel some of this resistance because this is what it's causing is resistance. Squares are always causing resistance. And so what is resistance? Resistance is a call that changes are coming, that changes are needed. So it's always a call to action. It's always a call for a decision and to take an action. That's what dissipates the energy of a square is when you make a decision and you take an action based on that decision. So the decision is going to be centered around your freedom and your liberation. What decisions do you need to make to liberate yourself, to reorient yourself into that state and that destiny that you feel This is really going to be a very personal, intimate vibration within you of needing change, needing change. And you're going to really want to listen to what the call of your soul is right now because it's knocking on the door. It's going to be heard, and it will be heard one way or the other. You're either going to move into that vibration, make that decision, take that action, or the universe will do it for you. Now, Mars energy and Uranus energy in a square isn't to be messed with. You're much better off to go with the flow of the erratic changes that this brings than to be in denial or to avoid it because what happens with this energy is it can create accident. It can create sudden, unexpected events that are not necessarily pleasant. So it can be physical, personal accident. It can be car accidents. Uranus rules lightning. It rules earthquakes. So this is the kind of energy that we're talking about. And Mars, of course, is a very physical, powerful energy. So there's a a resistance of movement, of energy movement here, which, you know, is almost like a dam breaking. So you really want to go with the resistance that you feel and really investigate what that is about, especially if it is around your decision to step fully into your power. And that's really what it feels like is the creating the impetus for you to step really fully into the power of who you are, the authenticity of who you are. Even if you don't have clarity about what you're here to do, ask for that clarity. You're having and receiving guidance and information from your divine source with everything that is lined up to receive information, to receive messages about how to proceed. You don't have to know what your calling is or what your purpose is in order to take action. You're going to feel very clearly what no longer is in your vibration. 
And so that, if that's what shows up in front of you, if that's all that shows up in front of you, you get to know that that's the decision that is in front of you. That's the decision that you get to make is on, you know, maybe perhaps I eliminate certain things in my life that this is no longer in vibrational resonance with me and I've got to set a boundary here and close the door. That feels powerful and that can be difficult because that may be preceded by the revelation of the denial, the illusion, and the deception that occurs. And so to just sort of put a cap on that, there's a lot happening. There's a lot happening. But this, more than anything, is an opportunity for empowerment in this moment. So ride these waves out as gently as you can. Really tune into your sense and time and meditation and quiet and really tune into what is really resonating with you at the moment. What is really your desire? You know, it's time to stop messing around (laughs) you know it's not about leaving your job it's about it you know not right away this is really about getting into alignment and acknowledging it's really about self-acknowledgement it's really about acknowledging and validating where you are right now so much we don't do that and venus is going to demand it and all of the energies are venus and that that taurus energy with uranus there are going to demand that we align very quickly with our values and that means collectively what we're not willing to tolerate anymore and then also we're not, what we're not tolerating personally. So the energies are big, but they are surfable. Does that make sense? <laughs> that makes absolute sense. And all the information mm-hmm. really makes so much sense. It all, it, it all ties in just a lot of things. I was, you know, I was speaking to you earlier about the show mm-hmm. and how it's kind of like, I, I'm interested to see what you say today. And it, it makes perfect sense, not just for me, but even for what my clients have been experiencing. So, of course, I always recommend this information to them as well. So I know it's been very helpful. Mm, good, good. Yeah. Well, okay, we well, have a lot of I opportunities. Wanna, yeah, go ahead. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I want to ask a few questions before I wrap this up. Um, yeah. Now, you had talked about, um, the go with the flow piece. I want to kind of reiterate that for people. Um, mm-hmm. This last piece here about uh, Uranus um, being the one that rules lightning and earthquakes and the accidents that could be possible if you, I'm assuming if you resist this, if you just don't, if you don't just go with the flow, that it could cause a lot of issues for you. Um, could you just kind of, I guess maybe let people know how to do that. Um, Like just, you know, you say go with the flow, but sometimes people are like, well, yeah, that's easier said than done. So how would you suggest someone try to do that uh, with the energy that's coming in? uh, What would they need? What would be helpful things, helpful tips for them to do that? Sure. Okay. So one of the great analogies for this kind of energy with Mars and Uranus is being in traffic. Um, being in traffic in a hot car where your air conditioner doesn't work and you're 10 minutes late to wherever you've got to be. It's going to create a lot of resistance, a lot of impatience, and road rage is a great great example of this energy. So have you ever been in a situation where, and this is rhetorical, where you are impatient, you're wanting to get there, you're annoyed, and you get into an accident, like that's happened, I think, to all of us, whether it's in a car or anything else, um, because you're just in a, you're not, you're outside of yourself. 
there is your annoyance, your impatience, your attitude has taken over and you receive a result that isn't necessarily fun. So what you want to do is see this as that kind of resistance where you're stuck in traffic and, you know, it's hot, your air conditioner doesn't work, and you're already late. Like this is the feeling you're going to have. What you want to do is you want to just breathe and remember where you are, stay in the moment, stay in gratitude, stay in appreciation for the fact that you have a car, for the fact that you're breathing, for the fact that you're not in an accident, for the fact that you're on the road, you're going to get there. Even if you arrive late, there's going to be, you're going to be able to explain yourself and there's, you're likely when you get there, everyone else is going to be in that traffic jam too. So it's all going to be okay. So it's really about your perception. It's really about the attitude that you hold because if you hold an attitude of irritation and if you invite that and you allow that to circle, it's only going to get bigger. And then that is really going to invite energies that are more destructive. So it's really about just breathing and accepting where you are. So it's really about that surrender. So you're in traffic. Right. Yeah, it's like okay. it, really, it's about the perception that you have of it. Okay, yeah, yeah that so, makes perfect sense. So basically, it's just about yeah. sitting there and and turning on your radio and and I don't know, doing a little, doing a little hot yoga or something like just taking advantage <laughs> well, really, of of the things, it, and having a better perception of what's going on. Okay. It's, yeah, it's about surrender. You want to just surrender because yeah. what you're going to get out and yell at everybody. Like, have you ever have you ever right. noticed some people? Like, it's not you and road rage, but you notice like in the winter time. I noticed this one time. This guy was upset at something I had done, and he had total road rage with me. And his windows were completely rolled up, and he's shaking his fist at me and yelling. And I had to laugh because it was so funny. Like, he was the only one that was upset. I was sorry <laughs> that I had cut him off. I hadn't meant to do that, but it was so funny. He was so animated that it really put it into perspective for me. He was like having his own experience. So you're totally in charge of your experience. It's really about surrendering to the energy that presents itself. And the best way to do that is be in the moment, be in gratitude, be in appreciation, take a breath. Right. (laughs) Yeah, breathing is important, you know. We we really take that for granted. (laughs) Breathing is far more than just staying alive. It's very important to breathe to thrive, not just survive. So <laughs> breathing is very important. Yeah. All right. Well, as always, thank you for all of this information, and thank you uh, for giving us those tips, because I know that's something that's difficult, you know, to, to keep that perspective of gratitude, to focus on abundance instead of lack. And like you said, I love it, to, to remember, hey, you've got a car. You know, hey, you're on your way to a job. You've got a job. I mean, like all of these things that that you have around you to start just sitting, taking that moment that you are stuck in traffic as an opportunity to look around you and be grateful, as an opportunity to enjoy the day or just sit in the moment. It's a beautiful thing. So I appreciate those tips as well. And I want to just remind everyone, we return with Lynette Duncan uh, for another edition of Astrology Hour on Wednesday, July 25th at 3 p.m. Central Standard Time. That's 1 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. And remember that Elizabeth Harbin returns with us for Psychic Wednesday and Awaken the Goddess Within on August 1st at 3 p.m. Central Standard Time. Also, Lynette, I don't know if you're aware of this, but I just realized in looking at the calendar that you're going to be with us on the Lionsgate August 8th. I don't know if you know that, but that's pretty cool <laughs> to have astrology hour cool. on the lion's gate yeah absolutely so i'm going to consider that a divine timing kind of thing yeah absolutely um so i hope everybody will mark your calendars uh make sure that if you're not already following lynette duncan on instagram 
you do that today at Oracle of Your Soul. Uh, I get a daily dose of wonderfulness every time. Is that a word? I don't know if it is. Um, I get a dose of that every day. Every time I click on Instagram, there's lots of good things. I share them often. So, you know, if you're looking for that positive reinforcement in your life, by all means, follow Lynette Duncan at Oracle of Your Soul. And make sure that you check us out on Facebook as well. Um, we have that page for updates. Um, obviously, Instagram is a whole different ballgame. So we do updates a lot on Facebook. And that's where I can give you the show links and information for upcoming guests and so forth and so on. Um, any announcements when we have cancellations. So be sure to do that. Facebook.com backslash girl power half hour. And again, thank you, Lynette, as always, for all the information that you give us and for all that you share. Um, you truly are a light worker. I can't say that enough. I know that you know this, but the light that you shine mm-hmm. is very bright. You're very gifted, very talented. I am very grateful to know you and to have you on the show and to give you a platform to share all this information. It is a gift for me and such an honor. Um, I know everyone appreciates it. I hear it all the time, and I just want you to know that. So sit with that. Oh, thank you. It's my pleasure. Thank you. I appreciate that very much. Thank you. Absolutely. (laughs) I'll accept that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. (laughs) And to all of you out there listening, I want to say thank you to you. Um, You've definitely been such a gift in my life for this to continue and for us to continue having these shows. Uh, This is on our third year now, straight running, and I'm just absolutely grateful to each and every one of you that tunes in. Um, this is something that is a, a passion for me and for everyone that is on this show that has an opportunity to share their passion and their light and to continue to work in their sole purpose. Uh, it's just a beautiful thing. So I'm very grateful to each and every one of you. Please connect with me, facebook.com backslash girlpowerhalfhour. Let me know what else you'd like to hear, any other guests you'd like to have on, information you want to receive. Or if you just want to get a note to Elizabeth or Lynette, you can send it that way, and I'll certainly make sure it gets there. Thanks so much for listening, and thank you all for being such lights in the world. I know that you are. I can feel it. Thank you again, Lynette, and we'll talk to everyone um, not next Wednesday because, remember, Elizabeth returns with us August 1st, but we will talk to you again July 25th with Lynette Duncan for another edition of Astrology Hour. Have a wonderful rest of your week. Bye-bye. Bye. Thank you.